stop, 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 stop rolling, stop rolling. I'm a little rusty. <laughs> Everyone, like, new life in the world to come challenge. Oh, you play uh, Will's solo <laughs> and you, verbatim. <laughs> I want you want like play this clip over it. I need to match up exactly. Listen, I've been playing piano for 25 years. I defy you to match my dexterity and skill and accuracy with the way that I totally shredded the shit out of that fucking jazzy ass rocking solo i if, just laid down if you want to come up to lyrics for the thing that will just wrote i, I, would, I would love that yeah coming up coming up with lyrics that follow the melody of what right I just yeah wrote. exactly yeah and it has to it has to be about gardening yeah it has to be about gardening be about gardening on a on a on a on a cool spring morning in a spaceship <laughs> yeah in in the uh the the climate controlled holodeck of a uh 30th century spaceship that's yeah. what the song has to be about it's actually laden with metaphor yeah it's you know about putting all this time and effort into growing something that is essentially just light mm-hmm. you know yeah and my relationship with god <laughs> yeah yeah just in addition to all that other also, stuff also also god. Has to yeah. About Will's yeah personal relationship with his lord and i got, Savior, I got a pretty good Christ. one yeah, yeah, I got a pretty good relationship. I'm yeah, happy we, to hear we've that. been we've been going to couples therapy, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and we've started to like practice mindfulness and like keep in mind like each other's needs as we are, you know, accepting one another for exactly who we are, you know, not trying to change one another. Um, I think that's big and enough. communicating even when it's hard to do so. Cool, you know. So like, <laughs> you know, like for in, for instance, like um, if one of us feels like the other person's not being particularly open. Uh, you know, we we say cream cheese and locks, and the other person has to give the absolute fullest truth. You know, like no bullshit, no holding back. You know, and that helps like bridge some gaps sometimes. You know, so you know, God will be like, hey, you know, I work in mysterious ways, and he'll be like cream cheese and locks, and he'll be like, you have cancer. <laughs> <laughs> cream cheese and locks. Yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> therapy thing i don't know <laughs> i've heard it's like a, a method but i haven't heard the phrase cream cheese and locks being <laughs> just like using just... like this is this is this is the thing that i can't fucking stand about brain hacking yeah about all that just say tell me the truth yeah but people don't just like, listen to that well bagels and locks they will <laughs> <laughs> well if you've set it up in advance that that's like the safe word of bullshit in your relationship <laughs> you know just break up. <laughs> it's come to bagels and locks that it's not meant to be. I guess you know what? You're right. I have a phone call to make. He's got to be like, I got to go to church right. and uh, go into the confession booth and call my boyfriend. 
And who's that pulling up in his fucking Maserati? That's right. It's the big red guy <laughs> coming to swoop in. I like, <laughs> I like how the devil drives a Maserati. Right. He drives a sports Anytime. car. I think it was a different one the last time no, we brought I, him. I, I think, think it was a Maserati. I think it's always been a Maserati. <laughs> Anytime you huge jacked shirtless red guy in a Maserati with you've, sunglasses. You've always described him as being in a Maserati, which is very funny to me because my friend John Maisto drives a Maserati. <laughs> Maserati. Well, and Maserati. he's the devil for sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Maserati are they're 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 the patron car of dudes who are fucking your mom, so like, <laughs> or your girlfriend or your wife, just someone personal who you don't want them fucking. Uh, yeah, no, that's that's my experience with John too. <laughs> Every time I bring a new girl home, he's like, "Hey, babe." <laughs> he talks like Beetlejuice in this. I don't know why. Well, that's hey, babs. Well, like when he gets, you know, John. John's a pretty rational guy, but like when he yeah. gets a little horned up, he goes. He, he drops down to that deeper register. Yeah, and then he tempts you to, you know, commit sin. You know? And he shows you his fucking Maserati. <laughs> and then you do gambling. Yeah, you go. And you go. Uh, drugs and women or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm trying to, like, I'm trying is. to. Where does some good John Maisto jokes? you kill a guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I was just thinking about sin. Um, <laughs> I don't like the energy I've started off with uh, the, this this episode with because I, one, uh, the music, no good. Uh, not not even funny bad. Just just it's, just it's just bad. I mean, like, look. Obviously, I was doing a bit, right. but like, I feel like it's what? A, wow, what a bit! Like, how funny, how creative, how interesting. I don't even do music, and I could have done that. Yeah, of course. And it's, well, I don't know. I think you did a little bit. You you know just enough for it to be close enough to be like. Maybe to feel like you were trying. <laughs> like it's like it's actually I funnier. Just, I would have just been playing random notes. You you sounded like you were playing the wrong ones. Well, that that's yes. Um, but like, I also I just don't like how I also immediately went to just like making jokes that I'm that I would. I don't know that I have some concern that it could hurt the feelings of a right, close, of a friend, close of mine, friend of yours who's you called who, uh, one of your best friends, the devil. I called him the devil. I don't mean that, that. He likes to fuck people's moms and kill people. <laughs> one of your dearest and closest friends, a man who has done a lot for you. <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> well, if you knew him, you know, if you know him, you know that yeah. he probably wouldn't <laughs> like, mind being called the devil. And, he'd probably like it a little bit and probably <laughs> like, enjoy uh, saying, uh, you know, also he fucks your mom. Right. But like, you know, it's still, I don't, I don't, these people who are listening to this podcast don't know my yeah, they, friend, they, John. They don't know. <laughs> yeah. Like he, look, is John the kind of guy who would fucking kill a guy and fuck your mom? Absolutely. <laughs> but they don't have the context to know why that's charming actually. Right. It's, it's like, <laughs> right. They don't, they don't, they don't know why that's like a lovable well, thing. Think about, about him. him. Right. That, <laughs> they, they, like, they haven't know, known him enough. They don't know that when I call him an absolute dingo of a man, that, <laughs> that that's like a funny, silly thing right. about my buddy, John. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so this is weird. And not it's just like, like a warning <laughs> about, like a, about a concerning character who you should watch out for. So, yeah. Um, so, so recently, uh, somebody online said that I had the same body oh, type yes. as a character called the Spot from across the uni- across the Spider Verse, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and I was like, "What does that mean?" Oh, I wonder if I wonder if they think I look good. I wonder if the Spot is like a hot guy. <laughs> He's not. <laughs> and- <laughs> He's he's like it's really he's got like a weird like Gumby like 
uh, uh, sort of uh, frame. Yeah, he's got um, kind of a who is the, who's the guy who plays all the freaks in the fucking Guillermo del Toro movies? I, I don't know. He's if that guy had a paunch. <laughs> like he's like a fucking Abe Sapien had a beer gut. He's <laughs> like, he's not he's not great looking. It's not somebody who you want to be compared to. Right. I just happened to cross something because like, you know, like I okay, so I went on YouTube and because YouTube Doug Jones, sorry, go on. What? That was the guy I was talking about, Doug Jones. Where oh, you go, um, yeah. Uh it, I, I was on YouTube and like a video got recommended to me and it was a video of me and I was like, "Ah, oh, fuck. All right, I'm going to click it because it was something that looked interesting and I didn't remember the show okay. that was being depicted." And I was yeah. like, "Wow, how the fuck did you find this video of this particular show?" You know, there are like people out there who like archive videos of me from like all kinds of weird niche things. And some of them are fucking awesome and have the coolest stuff there. And, you know, and then other ones are like, you know, like DM your mom a dick pic or, or right. something like, you know, some, <laughs> some yeah, of them are cool. Like, some of them are show up to my house with a knife. Scary. Yeah. You know, um, and uh, but uh, but this person was posting some cool stuff. And then on one of them in a comment section in the comments, uh, next to a video, a YouTube short uh, was that I had the same body type as the spot from Across the Spider Verse. <laughs> I looked it up, and I'm like, very hurt. <laughs> I was extremely hurt by it. I was so upset by it, and because you know why? Because it's not something I could change, right? It's because not, it's, it's accurate not, and not something yeah. I could change, right? No, because he's got like a square body and long arms, right? And, like, if it was like, like he can't like do push-ups until that goes away, right? It's not like it was just like a fat guy. It was like no, a guy with like a frame that is comparable to me. It was not. It is. It is like nothing that I can fix. Like you know. <laughs> So like I I look at it and I'm like I'm I'm in denial. I don't want to I don't want to hear this. <laughs> but like the truth of the matter is that no, I I know I look like if you put Dr. Robotnik in a taffy puller. Like <laughs> I, I I already know that it looked like rule 34 inflation porn of Humpty Dumpty. Like I I have I, I, I do. I, I have that body type and that's just something that I have to live with. But the thing is only in a shirt. If I take the shirt off, it's not boxy. Okay. It's not. It's actually wildly curvaceous <laughs> in a way that the male body is not usually designed. Ooh. It looks like a it's, box in a okay. shirt, when in reality, it's more akin to an hourglass. Inter interesting. Yeah. It's... You know, one of these days, I'll take my shirt off publicly again, and people will see. Like, yeah, oh, I wow. I've seen it in a while. Yeah, <laughs> no, those, those aren't love handles, it's... baby. Those, those are all bone. <laughs> That's all me. You you heard of hip dips introducing hip dunks. I fucking I got it. Uh, um, fucking let's Shaq's gonna fucking smash the backboard on those motherfuckers. Um, you know you know what I think also probably did not help the situation. What? Because like it's it, it was the kind of comment where in the split second you see it you're like ooh am I receiving a compliment right. <laughs> and then you look it up and then you're like and then so it's it's not just an insult it's an insult coupled with disappointment well yeah where it's like it was I you're you're like oh I'm about to receive an endorphin rush and then yeah no. well you know not even though it's even <laughs> worse I was about to receive um, comfort. Uh, you know, it was on a video of me from like eight years ago. Yeah. Um, when I'm like rail thin and half naked at a concert and I'm like, oh, are they going to say that I'm sexy? You know, so do like, I look like a Spider-Man. Right. Like, that's the thing. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I, is the spot one of the Spider-Man? <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
I thought they were... No, he's a fucking square-bodied scumbag. All right. I, like fucking... I thought they were saying that I was lithe and youthful. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Not at all. No. Um... And I haven't seen the movie, but I get the impression that he's like a grimy, slimy piece of shit. Probably. Like he's a, probably like a gross dude. Y- yeah, probably. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. Oh, it's okay. You know, I, um, I'll i recover. And that's it. That's, that's it. I'll recover. I'll, I'll, I'll be all right eventually. Let's let we should go see the movie and uh-huh. uh, just like shout stuff at the screen when the sh- when when the spot's there. You know the thing is, I'll I just asked be you. like loudly like, see, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't look like it's, you're good. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> me looking at Google images <laughs> earlier today. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's kind of handsome. <laughs> I've got my phone out. I'm scrolling while <laughs> naked in the mirror. You're looking at you're looking at the spot rule thirty four just to kind of <laughs> try to turn it around in your brain, kind of trick yourself into thinking it's a good thing. <laughs> no, people like this guy. Oh, he was saying my dick was huge. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> he was talking about the spot's huge penis. Oh, okay. Well, that's very flattering. I just, I'm just imagining the spot. I don't know if he's wearing a costume or if that's just what his body looks like. I don't know. But I'm imagining that like weird skin tight thing with a fucking fat bulge down the side <laughs> of his thigh. Just like a fucking cucumber smuggled in there. I asked you earlier if you had seen the movie yet. And no, I haven't you said yet. that you were waiting for it to come out on streaming. And part of me was like, you know what? That's actually for the best. Because like part of me was thinking like, oh, maybe you want to go see that. That seems the kind of thing you might want to go see in theaters. Let's go see it. And I was like, you know what? I don't want to be. I don't. I don't want to be. I, I don't want to be seen by anybody while I watch that movie. <laughs> you don't. I feel you like don't look that similar to the spot. Like no I one is like... gonna be like. You're not gonna be walking out of the theater and people like trying to get a fucking selfie with the spot. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> fucking five year old children pointing at you. It's the spot, mom. <laughs> From the movie. No, I what I mean, what I mean is I didn't want to be fucking triggered in front of people. <laughs> where it's like, yeah, where you're not, you're just not enjoying the movie at all. You're just muttering under your breath. I don't fucking look like this guy. Fucking look anything like this dude. What the fuck? I just don't want to like. Just... I don't want my friend to be there when I have a meltdown and throw my whole popcorn bucket at a stranger. <laughs> just. It's just it's, there's somebody a few rows down whispering to their friend about something. Just like, hey. <laughs> I do not look like that. <laughs> Throw a fucking soda at him. The the spot gets humanized for just like a second in the film. And you're like, he's not so bad. See? <laughs> he's, he's a pretty cool guy, actually. If he's the villain, that's very funny. He is the villain. Oh, I okay. Think. Well, there I you think go. He's the villain. Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <clears throat> so I do anyway. want to see that movie, but I I wanna I. I think the last movie I saw in theaters was uh, Marvel's Black Widow, which mm. was a mistake. It was like the yeah. wrong. It was like the first movie I saw coming out of the pandemic, and like the whole t- like the I would just like the whole, I the whole time I was just think I would be enjoying this so much more if I was able to hit my vape pen. Mm. So which is and so now I wait for stuff to come out on streaming. It, watching movies is better at home. It is. I it's, I, I, it's, I, it's not entirely true. I I do like I like the theater experience. I, I want to. I should I should go see a real movie, a movie that isn't uh probably I don't want to say the worst Marvel movie, but definitely the most forgettable. Right. It just like wasn't very like you know. I, I feel like a real. I do like going to the movies. I like I like the big I like the big noises. I like popcorn. 
I like popcorn. I like sitting in a in a fun seat. Yeah, it's like a whole thing. I like big screen. It's nice. I saw Asteroid City. Oh, recently. I want to see that. Um, first thing I said walking out of the film is I turned to my dad, who I had saw, seen the movie with, and I was like, at this point, it would be literally impossible to make a parody of a Wes Anderson movie. <laughs> it would be it impossible would be, because he's just because that's what we had just stepped out of. <laughs> People are saying it's his like his best work. I think but they keep saying that about all his shit. So yeah. like who cares? Well, I think because it's his definitely his best work, if by best you mean most Wes, Wes Anderson. Anderson. <laughs> if you like Wes Anderson for everything that is the spirit of Wes, Wes Anderson, Anderson which I do. he has never accomplished that task right. so thoroughly before. <laughs> Every single frame it's of like, that film is yeah. So aggressively Wes Anderson that I think it was parody. <laughs> I'm, we're going to make a miniature of a train that is three times as expensive as renting out a train. Right. Yes, <laughs> like, exactly. Like, it was so over the top Wes Anderson that I think it was intentional. I think that he was shitting on himself. That's. An, I'd be interested to like get a better sense for what, like the plot of the movie is to see if there's any subtext. There are there. some lines in there that felt like like. Wes Anderson reaching through the screen, grabbing me by the collar and saying, look what I've become. <laughs> um, you know, cause it's, it's so meta and so forth wall breaking. Um, and at one point the lead character says the phrase, all my pictures come out in a really, really like dense, heavy tone. <laughs> and it felt like Wes Anderson saying like, they'll fucking make anything I give them. I'm, 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 I'm trapped. <laughs> it's, I can't stop being Wes Anderson. <laughs> I get all my movie ideas from an AI generator trained on twee shit. <laughs> right. Trained on <laughs> Wes Anderson, Anderson movies. movies is what it feels like. I made fucking three of these and fucking chat GPT has been writing them ever since. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was like that. This all makes it sound like I didn't like it. I thought it was fantastic. And oh, I think I there was depth it. in it. Um but it was impossible for me to not also feel like there was like a self-flagellatory artist shit going on. That's what it felt like this movie was saying you know? to me. Yeah. That's what it felt like it was saying. Right. It was like, what if I wanted to make, I don't know, porn <laughs> or like a Spider-Man, you know? Yeah. You know? And not even like a twee Spider-Man, you know? Like a Spider-Man that has like a lot of like CGI in it. I do like the thought of <laughs> Wes like, Anderson's Spider-Man though. I said, I'm, there was a college humor sketch that was exactly that. Yeah. <laughs> and I was about exactly to start trying to do it and I know been, I want It's literally been done. It's like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was college humor did. Yeah. Was, well, first I said porn and then I was like, oh, Wes Anderson porno. I want to do that bit. What am I? Bill Murray looking directly into a camera in front of a, a flat set saying, oh, I'm coming. Like, that's the end of the bit. <laughs> right. Well, also, there's the 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 bed. He's not, he's static, but the bed is rocking behind him. And like the way it's shot is like, you know what I <laughs> there's mean? There's a rack focus that goes from the bed to him. And then the bed. Yeah. <laughs> the bed is still shaking mechanically, but he's like yep. perfectly still. And he just says, I'm coming. And then, <laughs> you know. And then it cuts to like a, a shot from above of him laying next to, I guess, probably Scarlett Johansson. And mm -hmm. they're smoking cigarettes. Yeah. That's, 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 <laughs> they're just smoking cigarettes. That's it. Yeah. I, I, and then, and then uh, she says something to him that, something about like, trauma. Right. Yeah. She says something that, sh that should get a huge reaction out of him and it doesn't. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's exactly. how the scene goes. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> she says something crazy with a completely straight face and he doesn't react yeah 
she like shares some deep personal trauma from her childhood and he has a little quip that he says about it and then it cuts to the next scene <laughs> and it's never brought up again <laughs> it's six boy scouts introducing themselves by their specialty <laughs> one at a time <laughs> Yeah, it cuts to sing. <laughs> One after love- another, quick cuts. <laughs> anytime, anytime in a Wes Anderson film, it cuts away. It cuts, it cuts to six Boy Scouts introducing themselves. <laughs> By rank and specialty. specialty. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, we're... We're 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 doing a podcast. That's true. We're doing things a little differently this time. It is true. Today, Chris is behind the controls. I'm 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 in the fucking big boy seat, and I'm on the other side of the desk because I feel like that's supposed to be how it is. Because I'd like to walk around yeah. while we record, and I can't if I'm behind the desk. There's no space, um, and also the keyboard is on this side. Yeah, it's it's not a perfect arrangement because I barely understand how Pro Tools works. And it's um, been a very long time since I had the since we did the thing where I would play keyboard during the show, and right. so I feel like it's it's really not necessary at all. And no. I don't have microphone stands in this studio, right. so, so I couldn't only, if I wanted right, to. You can only play one hand, <laughs> right? Um, the number of bits that are available to you are very limited. Yeah. Um, like like Mario, yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's one hand. You can do that with one hand, dude. Well, there you go. You don't um, need one hand to fucking tickle the ivories. Um, but I'm liking this setup. I feel free, and I also kind of feel like like less like I have to be in control. It's nice. I like it because I can actually kind of lean back in this chair without feeling like I'm gonna it's fatly big, tumble big out of chair, it. Right? Yeah. <laughs> big comfy chair. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm gonna raise this stool. This is a very high stool. How high, if do, I how high can that stool, stool be? Oh, wow. Look at you. I'm though. all the way up here now. This is a fucking power move. You should bring that into business meetings. That's, that's, why actually, I have, that's actually... I love that. And the fact it that just, it has, has wheels on it also... Because it's like one step away from just getting up and walking. I, li- I love the idea of you walking into a business meeting in like a suit... And and them like offering you're you're I don't know you're making some kind of big deal, mm. right? With that you want to end up on top of, right? And they they pull out a chair for you to sit in, and you're like, no, no, I brought my own. <laughs> and you wheel in the tallest chair anyone's ever seen. <laughs> I wheel in like a tower. lifeguard's chair. <laughs> yeah, you sit in the fucking lifeguard's chair. <laughs> you're like, all right, gentlemen, let's do business. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I try and get higher and higher above everybody to right. create that dynamic. Yeah. I start off with just a tall stool <laughs> or a bar stool, something like the one I'm sitting on now. Eventually I gra- I graduate <laughs> to fire uh, to uh, to a uh, 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 lifeguard's chair. Um but that doesn't always fit through the door. No. So I always back uh, bring like a backup stack of uh, yellow pages. Well, you, you've constructed your own bespoke chair with a ratcheting system that kind of like <laughs> This is quickly, this is quickly devolving into I, I think you should leave sketch because now I'm imagining a very tall man walking into the room and you're just like fuck fuck <laughs> just like, like cranking it up as far as you can go. I'm squished like, up against the ceiling. the ceiling. I'm 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 fucking. I start before before every meeting sawing off the legs of every other chair there. <laughs> I start insisting we do it Japanese style. style. <laughs> Everybody has to sit on the ground. <laughs> but I bring in my, my ratchet chair. <laughs> yeah, you bring a huge pillow. Like a, like a pillow that also has a ratchet in it. 
I start insisting that we have all of our meetings in a big hole. <laughs> and I sit on the lip of the hole and look down. It is, it's all very funny because you're a pretty tall guy. Right. <laughs> you don't really need to be doing this. No, I, I do. I, I need to be holding all of my business meetings in a well. <laughs> you're just shouting down a well. <laughs> Get this merger done. You're going to need to go higher than that. <laughs> I got these guys eating out of the palm of my hands. <laughs> Literally, they can't get out of the well. <laughs> Someone points out to me that the real the real power move of them being at the bottom of a well is not the height, <laughs> but the violence of what I'm doing. Yeah, and you just get quiet for a minute and then don't process the information. <laughs> <laughs> or I do, and next time I go to a regular board meeting, but I have a gun. <laughs> just... Just, just lay like, a gun out on the table. You're slowly, yeah, you're slowly figuring it out. But I still, but I <laughs> still bring, I, st I still bring uh, a phone book with me to sit on on my chair. Yeah, you know, just in case, just, just in, in case, case the gun's not enough. Back up. Yeah, just in case there's somebody else who happens to have a gun. You know, you got huge platform shoes. <laughs> <laughs> you're wearing pumps. <laughs> Welcome everybody to life in the world to come. Welcome everybody. This is a advice podcast, but it's not your fucking daddy's advice podcast. That's right. This is a fucking, uh, fucking crazy balls to the wall advice podcast. This ain't your fucking daddy's podcast. No, you know why? Your daddy would hate this podcast. You why? Know, you why know this ain't your daddy's podcast? Because your daddy was fucking ripped to pieces <laughs> by a guy named fucking Murder Jaws. Yeah. This is not your daddy's podcast Because your daddy is dead and gone <laughs> He wasn't strong enough to survive This is a podcast where we tell you how to survive After your daddy's been torn to shreds <laughs> by murder jaw um, You see, the end of the world is coming Chris and I can see the future as clear as you can see Your feet when you look down <laughs> assuming you are not visually impaired that's that and, and that's just how prescient our future sight lacking is, in feet is because we couldn't even think about what it's like to be able to only see the present yeah i haven't looked at my feet in the last four years because <laughs> i've been too looking i've been too busy looking at what my feet are going to look like after they've been <laughs> right. bathed in nuclear Chris fire. Chris hasn't seen his feet in years because he only sees the future and his feet get blown off. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not going to have any, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> I don't give a fuck what's happening down there. They're going to be gone soon. Exactly. And you folks, since you don't have the ability to completely remove your consciousness from the present moment so that you can see the future in perfect detail, right. we're here to help you out. Yeah. A lot of people have a lot of questions about how to survive the apocalypse, which is why I, Will Wood, and Maybe you, Christopher Dunn, we're here to help you out. It is our honor, our pleasure, and our ascension. We're going to do you a little favor. Yeah. You're welcome, everyone. Yeah. You're welcome. Let's do it. Let's get into some questions. Hey? All right. So this, this, uh, what we got here is a question from a, uh, you know what? I've decided yes. that I'm going to start pretending every episode is the first episode. Okay. <laughs> Okay. And so, don't pity me. Don't you fucking patronize me, huh? All right, you know. And and also, I've decided I want to fight you on an episode because I noticed that that all... was an affirmative, huh? It was high pitched. It was a laugh. <laughs> 
I've, every every picture I've drawn uh, uh, for the podcast is, shows yeah. us fighting in it. And look, you could also interpret it as us like ranting and raving about the world, which was my intention. But it looks like we're mad at each other. <laughs> and I feel like a lot of people will t- tune into that podcast expecting two people yelling at each other. And I, we need to give them some of that. So two things I'm going to make sure to do today is one, introduce this as though it's the first episode of the podcast ever, which I feel like I've, I've, uh, we're almost there. Uh, and two, fight you. Um, yes. So... Um, but yeah, this this right here is a question about how to survive the apocalypse submitted by a listener to the show. What they do is they either write us at lifeintheworldtocome at gmail.com and ask us their question, or they visit the Discord server that we have set up for our listeners to join and submit their questions through. Chris, yeah. the creator and co-host of this podcast will be uh, uh, um, uh, uh, answering this question. He'll be reading it, and then we will answer it together using our sense of humor. We, we're, <laughs> we're, we do this. We, I just want to make sure this is clear. This is, this is for, go- for Goose. This, we, we can't actually see the future. Um, Which so we just, have to say for legal purposes. <laughs> you know? We kept getting sued kept getting by actual sued psychics. By, by real psychics. <laughs> <laughs> and and the problem is that they keep suing us for shit we haven't done yet. <laughs> and I keep going like, dude, I just got another C and D from the psychic down the street. Apparently, I'm gonna beat his brother up really badly. Dear Chris and Will, yo, what will happen to the idea of the American dream in oh. the world to come? Oh, what a beautiful question. What a relevant question. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, it's something I've been thinking about a lot recently. Okay. Um, is uh, stalling when I can't come up with a question and answer. You know? <laughs> I've been working on my stalling abilities a lot recently, and well, I think I'm, I'm getting better at it. What do you think? Well, I think I think you're getting really good. I've, I've seen you pull out that strategy a couple times on the podcast. Really? Now, and I think you've gotten the practice that you need. Does it still feel transparent? And no, I know. I think it's coming across well. Oh, really? It felt like I, I felt like I really was gearing up to give an answer I'd already prepared yeah, that I was yeah. already aware of. And, and it was knew. great. And it was great because it made me think like because uh, in in that moment I was like, oh, I don't really have anything immediately to say, but I guess I can let Will take this one. And, you know, and it, and, well, that's and so not I, good. So it was good because it made instead of spending another five seconds thinking of a joke, I just uh-huh. kind of relaxed and let you do it. Right. And then there was nothing. Right. And, and then because <laughs> because I kept going in this direction, it didn't give you a chance to come up with one. Yeah, and we still haven't now, even touched on the American dream. And the thing no. is that what, what you seem to not have to have failed to re- understand at this point right. is that actually I put the ball in your court by doing this. Right. I talk first so I don't have to talk first. <laughs> well, here. OK, so here's the thing. Let's I think I think in order to identify this question, let's first nail down what what is the American dream? That's a good point. You know, what is it? It's uh, it's it's fucking working your way up from the bottom. Mm hmm. It's fucking it's it's fucking taking what little you have and making something of it. Yeah. And I think the biggest difference is the in the apocalypse is that that's going to be possible. You can like you can do that actually. Nice. You know? Nice scathing. Yeah, right. I love that. Some fun little socialist anarchist commentary. I really just podcast. just like just cutting right through the bullshit. <laughs> just actually, you know, calling out this fucking the American dream you man. Know? Yeah. In you know, o- you know why they call it the American dream? You'd have to be asleep to believe it. You know, it's you're gonna be able if you just like if you put your nose to the grindstone and you work every day and you do what you gotta do and you build up everything, in the apocalypse that'll benefit you. Yeah. You know, it'll it'll work. Right. What you're saying is that the system that we have in place right now needs to be destroyed in order for people to flourish. I look, you know, 
you take away what you want to take away. I don't want to take that away. I'll be honest. I don't. You know, I, I, I you know, the system has been great to me. <laughs> so, you know, I, I don't want to take that away from it. And I feel like what you're saying right now is, frankly, anti-American. They just, they took my Uber money away during the pandemic and I'm never going to forgive them. <laughs> that is so honestly, fucked. That, that is truly so fucked. But honestly, it's like, it's so, it's kind of a dumb reason to, out of all the things that could have fully tipped me over into being an anarchist, it doesn't feel like the right one. I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know. When Verizon sent me a fucking device I didn't ask them for and then said, hey, give that back or we're going to charge you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I threw it away. Right. And then vowed to never purchase anything from Verizon ever again yeah. it's the same sort of thing the government went here have some money I know that everybody's dying all around you and I was like thank you I'm gonna use that money to survive and then I did and they were like actually we, we lied to you right <laughs> it's like we lied to you about being eligible to get this so now you need to give the money back right and I was like I don't have it because I spent it on food and stuff it's isn't that I'm still so mad? Isn't it like, so fucked? It's so the fucked. Government went. Um, actually, I'm gonna need that it back. back. It was like, I, motherfucker. We're not friends. Right. Like, <laughs> it was like that's not how that shit worked. You gave me money. Like, yeah. I didn't know that me giving it back was even an option. Right. Because it shouldn't have been. I applied for it the way that everyone else does. Yeah. I got approved for it the way that everybody else does. And then you changed your minds. <laughs> I did everything right. And, also, I had, and I had ample opportunity to explain this to them, but I didn't read the letter that they sent me. So I fucked up the thing and then they just took it all away. They just took so the money. So it's a little bit on me. They yeah. didn't even, they didn't even, you didn't send them, send them a check. They just took it. Uh, oh no! They didn't take the money. They just took away my uh, the the more money that I was ah, uh, you know. So I got a decent amount of money that's, that's from unemployment, so, but then they took it away midway through the pandemic. So unbelievably fucked. It was so fucked. It's just like, it you know what? Like, ask Elon. Right. I'm sure he's good for it. <laughs> he's good. He has it. Like just ask somebody else. Ultimately, at the time, it was only like two thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> like it wasn't. But it was more money than I'd ever had in my whole life by that point. <laughs> it was an unbelievably important amount of right. money for me to have at yeah. that period. Yeah. Like, I needed that money. Right. And no, I it, didn't give it back. They took it away in taxes, but, like, I never did pay them back. It's so fucking ridiculous. Because here's the, hey, a fun little tip from me to you on the podcast. Uh, debtor's prison doesn't exist. They can't put you in jail for not paying your debts. They, they can fuck up your credit score. They can ruin your life other ways. But, like, hey. To fucking don't pay your medical bills. <laughs> <laughs> just don't do it. Fuck them. <laughs> just fucking don't pay. It. Just don't. That's you know. You know. That's oh, true. you're gonna fuck up my credit score. I don't have a credit card, bitch, and I never will. <laughs> yeah, but good luck getting an apartment. <laughs> yeah, well, you, you know, know and that, that part of it sucks. But like, uh, I'm I'm just not doing it. I'm just not getting a credit card. That's, that's, I that's fucking, a fool's I move. I, I don't. I, you, you it makes have, me so mad. You're, it you, makes me no because it's the same thing as because you're. I have to get one. I have to owe people money in order to prove that I can pay them back. Yeah. That, oh, fucking. It's stupid. And right. I can't but, even look at it without it going down. But, but, but you, but you got to be you, you got to be able to incorporate life in the world to come as a business. Eventually, it's got it's got to have an LLC or whatever. Right. And I'm going to keep and, all of our funds in blocks of gold buried deep beneath the earth. That. That's in, God intended for us to and, do. And in canon with the podcast, that's the smart thing to do. <laughs> but 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 I'm just saying, the fact that I have a business card 
uh, like I have a, like I, I I pay for all of my business expenses with a credit card. It, it makes money, you know. It's it that that I I I, don't, I save their, so I much money that way. Fucking money. <laughs> I don't want it. It's just fucking. <laughs> If if you if you have a really expensive business to run, like if if the business costs a lot of money to run it, you know, getting like two percent back on things it adds up, man. Yeah, we'll see how much this business ends up costing. That's a fair point. I wanna I wanna I'm, I I really go out of my way to have it not cost that much. Mm. Sometimes the detriment of the podcast, and that's fine. That's my weed money. I'm not giving it to anyone. <laughs> not giving it to me. For the podcast? Well, you know what helps that I bought the fucking microphones. <laughs> it did, yeah. Must make the podcast real cheap for you, huh? Really I told does. you I was going to fight you It absolutely today. does, yes. It's much more convenient <laughs> this way. You know? <laughs> and, and I could have kept doing this on snowball mics forever. This is great, though. It's definitely better like this. <laughs> that's the thing <laughs> like, is I know you could have. Yeah. And I, I know you would have. Stopped. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing, right? Is, is this isn't this isn't like an investment into the podcast. This is something that I was going to do, <laughs> yeah. and you were just like, "Sure, I'll do that too." But yeah. if left to my own devices, we would be recording in uh, into a, a fucking wax cylinder. For yeah, all I care. <laughs> yeah You're no, just, we would you be doing this into our phones. Yeah, the fucking forest episode sounded pretty good. Yeah, it sounded pretty fine. It's actually. not like this sounds incredible, right? It's most it's too quiet most of the time. A lot of the time, although that's not a record. That's a, not an equipment thing. That's a mastering thing. I don't know how to do shit. Yeah, well, who knows? But like, yeah, the the point stands. Yeah, um, I'm thirsty. Did we answer that question? I would not know. <laughs> I, uh, well, yeah, kind of. You know, the American dream will be attainable. You know, you work hard for stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I think it's. I think it's. It's. It's a. It's a different way of looking at it, right? I mean, right. like, you're not going to be aiming as high in the apocalypse, right? You're. You know, if be the American aiming... dream is to like buy a boat, you're not going to get a boat. If the American dream is to like raise a family in a safe neighborhood and have two cars and get by comfortably mm -hmm. and have money not really be too much of an object, that's not going to happen. No, but, but you might be able to get that can of beans, right? Or if the American dream is to steal a boat and a couple of cars and a family in the neighborhood. Right. That's more, that, you can do that. That's attainable. Yes. You'll be able to steal boats. You know? You know, you, you, I mean, like you, you're, you're able to steal boats now if you know what you're doing, that, but there's going to be laws there right. that get in the way of that, See, but that, not in the that, world to come. That is the essential thing. I think right now the barrier to entry for the American dream is money. Hmm. It's in the future. The the barrier to entry for the American dream is is the size of your gun and how many bullets it has and how quick it can shoot them. Hey, Chris and Will, you've talked a lot about the changes that will come in the world to come. But I was wondering, how will we deal with the shock of the sudden changes? How long will it take for us to adapt to this new environment? Oh, that's such a good question. Mm -hmm. I'm glad to be getting asked a question like that. And I'm not even stalling okay, this I was, time around. I was going to ask. I genuinely mean it. Okay. I genuinely mean that I'm glad to be given that that question. Okay. Because I want to answer it. All right. And I have an answer for it in mind. Okay. Because I've thought a lot about how people are going to handle the changes that occur. And how people are going to adjust to it. Because how people are going to adjust to it, you know? All right. And so I've thought about it a lot. And I've viewed a lot of my various visions about it. Okay, you know, things I've written down over the years. seconds and you have given me any details. Well, I just... <laughs> I want to tell you how excited right, I am to answer this question, you know, and I think it's really important to just like, just like make it very clear because it's a very important thing that I've always wanted to talk about and haven't had a chance to yet. You know, right, people don't really ask. I understand. And it's not like I just like, you know, offer up any information. I need to know what people want to know before I can tell them what they need to know. You know what I mean? Right. Totally. You know, yeah. Right. Don't you feel that way? I do feel that way. Yeah. Tell me more. How else do you feel? <laughs> <laughs> people are going to do whatever they can to adjust, you know? Mm. 
Whatever they have to do, whatever they can do, because they don't have a choice. They will either adjust or die. Mm. One thing that some people will do is they'll turn to therapy. You know? <laughs> yeah. Visit betterhelp.com today and enter the code Life in the World to come to get thirty percent off your first session. And while your while your counselor is probably gonna get blown to bits in the initial in the initial blast, there will be some very scary ghosts that'll be very eager to listen to your problem. That's true. Yeah, a lot of therapists are going to die really fast because of the sensitive types, you yeah, know? No. If you don't have the brawn, then the brain ain't going to get you very far, you know? And so that's something that I recommend doing now is instead of focusing so much on your mind, focus on your body. That's Harness true. both. Find a balance between strengthening your soul so that you can handle the changes as they come and strengthening your body so that when the radiation starts getting all up in your business, you're primed to be able to channel the magic that Absolutely. is radiation into making you more powerful. Well, fucking lifting's the only therapy I need, bro. Hell yeah, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah, I saw an Instagram post like that too. I don't gotta like I don't gotta talk about my problems. I just no. fucking I just fucking Worship at the feet of the fucking Iron Temple. Dude, you know what I mean? Absolutely, man. You Hoodie know? up, earbuds in, pick it up, put it down. Like when you have, that's this thing is like when you when you have like that ache inside of your soul, mm-hmm. and you feel like it, that you need, and you feel like you need to release that ache. Yeah, like that ache is trying to come out. Uh huh. That's a trap. Yeah. If it comes out, it'll kill you. Right. So you want to just get as much muscle as possible to trap that ache deeper inside of you. Right. Create a wall of tr- of fucking delts and trelts. Trelts. <laughs> to like... <laughs> to fucking make it... Your body has to be a cage for your insecurities. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's <laughs> build your body into a cage for your insecurity. It's, they'll never come out. <laughs> they'll never. They're gonna get fucking stuck in there. I love that. That's <laughs> great. You know what? That's the answer, though. <laughs> yeah, isn't it? You, you know? know, you need to be. You need to really uh, prepare yourself. You need to become a cage. <laughs> you become a cage for your own, for your emotions because you can't. That's, that's the thing. Is like, how are you gonna deal with the shock? I think the people who are survive are gonna not deal with it. They're yeah. going to see that big mushroom cloud coming up in the distance and they're just going to drop to the floor and start doing push-ups. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Well, because like what else can you do? Everyone else is going to be dropping to the floor to try to get under the desk. No, they're just going to start doing crunches. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. oh you know, uh, and guess what? When the bomb comes, the desk going to collapse and crush all those people. One time I, you know, one time I lost a pet. Yeah. Um, you know, I and I had been, you know, quite some time ago now, but I had been up all night uh, doing God knows what. And um, I was, you know, exhausted, fried, strung out, whatever you want to say. And I come in to the room and I find him just dead. And I just went, I'm not going to cry. And not yeah. just I just de- I've decided, you know what? I will not. I will not react emotionally. I don't have the energy and uh, I'm not prepared for it. And I'm just too tired. So I just went. That sucks. No, he's dead. Mm-hmm. Fuck. All right. Well. Guess I better throw them away, <laughs> and that's gonna be how you how you process. Yep, and you're gonna have a very similar experience looking at the eviscerated corpse of your father. You're gonna after have... fucking murder jaw gets through. With <laughs> right, when you find your daddy's eviscerated corpse, <laughs> right, that's something. What are you gonna do? Are you gonna Are you gonna cry? You gonna what cry? are you gonna fucking cry? You gonna fucking cry? You fucking baby, you little baby. <laughs> oh, oh my daddy's an eviscerated corpse. <laughs> No, you're gonna nut up, dude. You're gonna drop to the floor and give me twenty. Fucking pussy. 
Yeah. Don't be a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you find your dead daddy? Good. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see some squats. Fucking, you got to be doing... If you, if you are doing squats over the corpse of your father, <laughs> and you're not cut out for this shit, you understand? Yeah. <laughs> There's a fucking... And then I want you to fucking lunge your way out of there. <laughs> yeah. Don't stop for a second. Don't stop for a second. Keep putting up plates, baby. <laughs> you know? You got to keep building mass to keep the feeling down. Right. Oh, what? what is that? Your mom's been vaporized? Fucking. <laughs> All right. Let me see a plank. <laughs> can you fucking. I'm how long can you... you plank for? Give me a wall sit. Let's see how long it can hold up. You got to fucking do a flagpole in order to like. Regardless of what the fuck's going on with right, your mom. Right, exactly. You know? You know? It, it, like, it, it, don't... Like my old therapist used to always say, do, don't stew. It's life really ain't for sissies. Right. He used to say that all the time. He used to say, life ain't for sissies. It's so, that's a weird thing. Isn't it? For your, a therapist to say to you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's a weird... It's kind of weird, right? And that's why... And that's why, to this day... Uh, I get I, I, I do all of my most uh, effective emotional processing and addressing of my traumas in the Iron Temple. Right. Because if you go to a therapist, he's just going to call you a sissy. And then hit And me. that hurts your feelings. Right. And so exactly. you got to fucking pump iron <laughs> so they won't even fucking dare to do that. Right. Moving exactly. forward. Yeah. One of those fucking weak ass therapy bitches tries to fucking tell you who you are. <laughs> Beat the shit out of that guy. Yeah, dude. <laughs> and you know, I, I fucking, I fucking take my meds every day. Yeah, you know, shoot it right up, up right up into my butt. <laughs> you know, and I, I gotta say, it's working out great. Thanks, you man. Know? You're looking yeah. less and less like the spot every day. <laughs> <laughs> That's where it all started. <laughs> Somebody called you the spot in a YouTube comment and you started taking anabolic steroids. <laughs> Never again. Oh, that's very funny. I um, want you I want fucking kingpin body. <laughs> you know, I don't want to be big square with long arms. I just want to be big square. Oh my god, dude. Fuck. Powerful. Mm. So anyway, um, fuck therapy. What was the question? Uh, don't worry about your mental the, health. How will we deal with the shock of the sudden changes? Uh, you're going to fucking, you know, get yoked. You know, go for a run. Yeah. And then keep running and never stop. Right. That's really, really what you mean is just run. <laughs> just run, you know? Yeah. You know, that's another, and it's, it does the same thing as pumping iron. You yes. Know? And you also gets you further away from the enemy. Right, exactly. Yeah. The enemy being your own insecurity. Um, but do, don't stew. That's ultimately, you know, take action. That's a good way of... Improve yourself. Strengthen yourself. I like that. Don't let yourself get hung up on it, you know? It's like finding a dead pet in your home, you know? Just... Just, if you find just a say, dead, I'm, I'm not going to cry. Yeah, right. and if you find a dead pet in your home, just do the rational thing and just don't react to it at all. Stuff it down. You know, just like kind of put it somewhere else. Yep. And you're, not, and you're not even sure where you're putting it. No. You're just putting it away. Somewhere away. <laughs> and, and one day you're going to be cleaning up the house and you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna be sweeping under the carpet and you're going to step on that Lego. And it's going to fuck it. And it's not going to be pleasant. But, you know, that's going to be years from now. Right. Exactly. <laughs> that's the point. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, I feel like we helped people. Yeah. I feel like we helped people quite a bit. I like that. I think that was good. Yeah. I think let's, we accomplished what we needed to accomplish with that question. Let's move on to the next question. Let's do it. Let's find this. There's another question. But before we do, I want to check on the tickets again. Are we going to check on the tickets again? <laughs> so for those of you who aren't aware, um, Chris and I are hosting a screening of the extended cut of our movie, The Real Will Wood, on August 11th at Hawthorne Theater in Hawthorne, New Jersey. Is this the official announcement um, this time? Well, I, I mean, by the time, time you're hearing this, really. it's already been announced. But it has been announced. Yeah, uh, but it, it's um, although for based on these tickets, man, I don't know if they're going to be fucking available <laughs> they, they by the time fucking, this goes up. It is insane how quickly these motherfuckers are going. We put them. We 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 put them up like a couple hours ago today, and, and there were 99 tickets sold. No, 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 79, 79. What yeah. about 99? That was for something else. It was oh, from okay. a, an event another time. But okay, um, look at you. But 79 <laughs> over like a couple hours, and we only we haven't like made it like fully public. Yeah, yet. no, we haven't. Like you know, we we've done some posting, but we haven't like like done, on like, Patreon a, and yeah, and, like uh, I put out a, a Instagram post about yeah. it. Yeah, but not you, not no. on mine. No, 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 no. just on um. So like, so that's cool. We're not even like fully like not everybody knows yet. Not everybody you know? knows yet, and most of the tickets are gone. Yeah. So uh, that's at least so more I than half of them. Get on I think. it. I guess. I mean, we're probably gonna up the capacity. We're yeah, probably gonna yeah, have yeah, to. Yeah. But probably, um, well, so you know, don't don't not buy tickets because you think you won't get them. But yeah. But fucking, you know, maybe it's step 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 to it. You know, they're going they're going way faster than we thought they were gonna go. Well, this this is this actually this is fun. This kind of relates back to what we were just talking about. Cool. Dear Chris and Will, will there be any popular public events worth attending in the world to come? Oh, yeah. What can I expect to see at the front of a crowd? Thank you, Emily. That's that's awesome. Um, when when they say at the front of the crowd, it depends. I guess I'm not sure what they mean. Do they mean like a performer or politician or sports game, or do they mean like in the front row of a crowd? What do they mean by the front of a crowd? I would see, I would when I say at the front of a crowd, I would I would assume what they're what what are what were you seeing on stage? Mm. In the world to come. Hmm, okay. Um, uh, bad, conflict. Yeah. Conflict. Bad theater. Yep. Very bad like theater. Bad, it's like, imagine, 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 <laughs> imagine a world yeah. where the only theater is community theater. <laughs> don't say that, man. <laughs> it's, don't say that, man. I, I, I'm, I'm not feeling so good all of a sudden. <laughs> Actually, I've seen some good community theater productions. Yeah, but that's not what gonna, this is going to be. Oh, okay. It's all it's going to be like very cuz it, here it's it's all going to be like avant-garde theater. Oh. You know, it's it's all going to be very like you know, it's like all going to be shows that like have no props and uh-huh. like the only thing on stage is like a single black cube. Okay, you know? Yeah. And it's all about stuff that like nobody can relate to because mm. it's fucking crazy end of the world stuff. Right, and this is going to be like stuff about like interfamilial trauma and conflict and like right. personal drama and you know, people But like all of that stuff will be totally unrelatable. Right, you know? exactly. Cuz it's like interfamilial drama would be like my dad uh fucking angered a bat and now that bat is mad at my family and it, and ke- is, it keeps and now it's evicting us from our house <laughs> yeah the more exactly I, I, I kind of I, I circled back into something that sounds like a play but like yeah but the thing is the bat. <laughs> like, well, well the thing like, is that like a bat evicting you a bat landlord is a very different thing from a regular, regular landlord. landlord yeah like you might today write a play about some a family getting evicted by a, a terrible oh. landlord right and it's all about like bureaucracy and stuff but it's not a bat this is just the big scary bat that flies in your house and screams at you to get out while it bites you yeah and drinks your blood right. and gives you rabies 
And how they portray that on stage is they get like a big bat and it bites the actors and drinks their blood <laughs> and gives them like rabies and stuff. <laughs> It's, it's and they just kind of hope that it doesn't go for the audience too. It's a <laughs> wild does. animal. They it don't have control does, over it. Honestly, <laughs> it's, like, it's bad theater. I said this. Yeah. It's, it's not good. It's not a good show. Well, a lot of theater is going to be dangerous. It. It's not just the acting that's going to be bad. It's also the fucking stage management is a fucking pack of it's a fucking rat's nest. Well, you know, they don't know what they're doing. Well, well, yeah, it's because it's going to be mostly run by, as you said, rats. Right. Uh, rats well, will be responsible for most of the theater in the world. Yeah, this is the thing. A lot of people don't know this. You have to like go to college in order to be a stage manager and rats don't go to college they don't they don't <laughs> never been they, they don't know how to manage a there's stage like a, there's like all these courses that you take in order to like be a good stage manager and these rats haven't taken one of them they're rats they don't know how to talk even yeah <laughs> <laughs> they don't know how to do theater stuff they're rats they mostly just chew on ropes <laughs> <laughs> really hard really hard to keep a set standing no, when your stage managers are rats they're just chewing on the ropes yep and it's even harder when there's just no audience and no other actors and it's just you in a pit talking to yourself you know <laughs> it's, it's just you in a pit talking yelling at the rats for getting the cues wrong <laughs> like, <laughs> no god damn it socrates i said strike the mirror set <laughs> No, no, no! The chateau is scene four. Scene four. Oh, I'm being, I'm being dramatic, Socrates. I'm being dramatic. <laughs> Earl, how about you put up some fucking money for this thing and see, and then I'll take your opinion seriously, okay? I went to Juilliard. <laughs> What about you? Oh, 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 are, are you a rat? There's another hole on the other side of the hole that has a bunch of shit in it because you've been pooping there, and there's a sign that says Juilliard. It's a deep hole. You can't get out of the hole. Right. You've always been in the hole. You were born in the hole, and you'll die there. Mm. Yeah. But you also inexplicably know a lot about theater and theater culture. Dude, this is... I'm assuming because of some sort of radiation type stuff. This is Sometimes getting... Sometimes radiation so... will make you know things about theater. <laughs> Even though you've never seen it and you've only ever been in the hole. I'm getting so overwhelmed. I, I'm blacking out <laughs> as I'm speaking. <laughs> Just... <laughs> We've gotten so far away from the question... <laughs> And from even the answer uh, being uh, plays, because while we're still talking yeah, about no, an imaginary play, we, <laughs> I don't know. I've been stuck. Like I was able to go like, yes, rat stage manager. I love that. And, and like, I was, I was able to go there, um, but I got hung up on bat already. Like I was still in like, yes. Okay. They're the rats are the stage managers. That that's good. I like when rats are doing things. I like rats. That's good. Uh, yeah. But the bat, the bat flies into the audience, right? Because in the world to come, uh, much like bombed out buildings, it'll be missing a fourth wall and things that happen on stage will be dangerous. Come on, Chris, let's go this direction. And then you're just like, I went to Juilliard pile of shit in a hole. And I'm like, Oh fuck. That's not where I was looking to go. I thought I knew where we were going. Um, well, it's, you know, it's good that you spent so much time and effort thinking about the bat stuff because I didn't even for one millisecond. <laughs> it was just, I, I just threw that out there with not a single thought. I got, yeah, I got stuck <laughs> like, on the bat. Um, uh, I, I want to see if I can. Okay, but th we're talking about things that we have. The answer, the question was, what will be in front of an audience? Right. 
And what you're talking about is a man alone in a hole muttering to himself and trying to get rats to put on a, a play in his mind. Right. I mean, well, because that's because you're not going to be going to shows. You're going to be in the hole. Okay. So you're you saying know? that there won't be m- much in the way of theater. No, not that you're going to know about anyway. So, so you're going to be in the hole. Well, we already talked about community theater, theater, though. Right. Well, that's, yeah, the community of you and the rats. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You and the, you, the rats, and the fucking giant bat creature who keeps flying in your hole and trying to bite you. So I never understood your answer to this question. It evolved over time. Okay. I think you were with me when we started, but then I went off in a different direction with it. And honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm filling in the gaps now as okay. I go. <laughs> I'm reconstructing the bit into something that makes something resembling sense now in this moment okay all right um so 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 there won't be any theater <laughs> i guess not no crowds will not be gathering <laughs> theater there will not be plays happening in front of crowds no okay no all right good all right we've answered that there aren't going to be any crowds there everyone's going gonna... to be in their own holes <laughs> it's like they're all going to be in holes <laughs> This argues with everything that we've ever established, <laughs> but if if that's what you're seeing in your visions, I guess right now anyway. Okay, well let me let the me take a look. The apocalypse is going to last a long time and for a while it's going to be holes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is not the kind of I, I this is the kind of question I would usually scroll right by, but I actually think that there might be something interesting here. All right, let's do it. Hey Chris and Will. Yo, in the world to come, what will happen? To the acorns that the squirrels have buried everywhere. <laughs> Who would have thought? You That's know? a really good question. <laughs> Isn't that a really good question? Yeah. They're going to hatch. I would have never have thought. To, yeah, they're going to hatch. And squirrels are going to come they're out. They're going to hatch into squirrels. Yeah. That's where squirrels come from, it's you idiot. Something, <laughs> it's, an, <laughs> it's something that not a lot of people know. No, is that, they're, it's that they lay those things. Yeah, acorns aren't like tree eggs right there's squirrel eggs you've only ever seen acorns on the ground you've never once seen an acorn on the tree right and if you did that was a clever trick played by a squirrel right trying to protect its (laughs) eggs from predators by disguising it as a as a as a tree egg Mm -hmm. seed and they're all gonna hatch and it's gonna be very sad because all the squirrel parents are gonna have died in the blast right it's gonna the world is gonna be overrun with orphan squirrels right and don't know anything about anything Mm -hmm. and they're gonna need to adjust real quick Mm mm-hmm and so they're so going to be, be a bunch of Oliver fucking... Twist style squirrels running they're gonna around. They're going to be a lot of a lot of squirrels in little orphan Oliver Twist hats. Yep. <laughs> in roving gangs, gangs of pickpockets, you know, led by uh, led by an unscrupulous uh, uh, well uh, Jew. He's going to be <laughs> he's going to be Jewish, but that's <laughs> that's not it's not it's, that's not a criticism of Jewish it's people. Not like a criticism. It's, it's not, just a Charles Dickens reference, kidding, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Look, it's like you know. It's not bad that he's Jewish, but it is most of his character. That's the that's yeah. <laughs> it's, yes. And w- w- if you ask Charles Dickens, would he, would he say that it's bad that he's Jewish? He's yes. Not, he's not around, so we can't ask. Him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, you're right. That is the answer. But, like, but also the answer is yeah, yes. But also, yes. <laughs> I mean, the character <laughs> was named the Jew, the Jew. So yeah, they yeah. leave that out of fucking Oliver Twist Jr. Right. When you perform it in middle school, and I think out of more recent pressings of the book too. <laughs> Jack the Lord and squirrels with yep. fucking uh, uh, with fucking rolling pins and fucking plugins and and J- Jewish men <laughs> leading Jew- their there's groups. A, there's a big old Jewish guy. Yep, telling him, them what to do. Him being Jewish is not really important. It's just it's just true. No. You know, 
It's not. He doesn't do it using Jew magic. No, and it's not. He's not a bad guy either. Okay. Um. He's actually. No, he's pretty cool. Actually. No, he's, he's taking tr- care of all these orphan squirrels. You know, he doesn't like collect what the orphans steal and take an inordinate sum of it. He just takes a little bit, and then uses it primarily to care for the orphan squirrels. He's That's actually. Very sweet of him. He's he he does treat tra- train them to do crime, but he uses that to take care of them in ways that the squirrels can't can't take care of themselves because they're just squirrels. You know, you know, and that's why they call him the Jew, right? Because, because he's, he's so, so kind hearted. He's, so he's so kind hearted and generous. Yeah, you know, it sucks. <laughs> it sucks that that's not a stereotype for any group. <laughs> no, it's like, why can't that be a stereotype for any group? <laughs> that they're kind. I think, unfortunately, I think for white people, it's white people. Well, is that's the fair. That's true. Like, I think that's the issue is that white people don't say that, but that's the stereotype we have in our minds about ourselves. That's a good point. Yeah. Well, uh, let's let's add that one to Jew. Let's add, <laughs> let's yeah. add kind to 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 that one. Yeah. From now on, if how anything guys, is Jewish, it's kindly and warm hearted. How do you feel about that? How, how do you how do you feel about that anti Semites? What do you think? Do you want to add that one to the list? That we're really cool people who are fun feel? to be around and really nice and caring and kind. <laughs> huh? Just like about you infiltrating the KKK. <laughs> Just like <laughs> It's like they're hey. listing all the things that people hate about Jews, and you're just like, they're really nice. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> they're really generous, actually. <laughs> people say they aren't, but they are. What did you just say? <laughs> uh, I was, I was just saying, you know, that they're all the same, man. You know, fucking every one of them is just nice, friendly, <laughs> so fucking nice to people around them. I can't stand him anymore. <laughs> Somebody's got to do something about him. <laughs> All right, let's let's call it. All yeah, right, everybody. Thank you for listening. It's been cool. <laughs> Hope to see you at that show on August 11th in New Jersey. That would be pretty nice if you showed up. Buy yeah. the tickets. Well, you can. Well, you still can because they're right. flying off the shelves and, like fucking hotcakes. And if you join the Patreon, there's a discount code available. That's you get true. You twenty percent off our, those you tickets. You get twenty percent off the tickets, and also it's just it all gets you stuff if you go on the Patreon. But the Patreon like is the, pretty uh, cool. You can hear the unedited version of this. Can you imagine? Jesus can Christ! Can you even imagine what I, that would I, be like? I think maybe cut out a couple. There's going to be a handful of things that even, maybe won't make it to the final cut, but you know, <laughs> even the uncharismatic edition. Yeah, no, maybe, I know yeah. that's what I mean. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, uh, like when I came out of the closet. Maybe cut that bit out. <laughs> <laughs> be really funny to include this though. <laughs> Keep this in, but cut out the part where I come out of the closet. That would be great. Let's do that, okay? okay can we cool. do that? All right. Uh, you can ask us your ask us questions uh, on the Discord server or at life in the world to come at gmail.com. Um, Patreon.com slash ad break.
Oh, it's oh, that's beautiful. Well, thank you.